Well, I can't do two things at once. <laughs> Climb the stairs and throw... Oh, that's hard. <laughs> well, this has started well. So, uh, I don't... Ha- has anyone ever gotten a car with a big ribbon on it for Christmas? Good, because those people are jerks. I'm not a fan of them. Just commercial after commercial, especially during sports. Just this, these cars. You know what, honey? I was going to get you like a Keurig. But instead, I'm thinking a Lexus is in order. What? Why are we? I remember when I was a kid. The, the Christmas that I realized my parents loved me more than any of the other children was uh, my siblings got a dog and a cat each, and I got a Sega Genesis. I know. I'd been asking for a Sega Genesis for like what seemed like an eternity, and my parents had told me, no, you can't have one of those. They're too expensive. Well, what they said was, that we have to pay Santa, and and we can't afford that, the North Pole tax. And so there was a, um, they said, no, 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 and you got to think of something else. You got to think of something else. And there on Christmas Day, we have video of it. I thought I thought it'd be funny to show it. A walk in the room, and um, the rest of my family is just excited about the dog and the cat, but there sits in a box, unopened, like it's not a used one, it's got cellophane and stuff, it says Sega Genesis, and it came with Sonic the Hedgehog, and I, that's what I did as a kid, and I knew deep down that my parents loved me, because they got me a gift that wouldn't eventually pass on, you know? Mine just kept going. We still have it, I think, somewhere. But I, I remember just being so excited and anticipating that so much and then giving up hope and then getting it. See, that, that is the sort of thing that can really work you up. That, that you thought and wa- you wanted a thing to happen so badly and then it, you just kind of resolve yourself to the fact that it's not going to happen. And then it does. That's such a big deal. That is such a big, that's such a huge, you're overwhelmed almost. Like, we didn't know this thing was happening, and now it has happened. That's how everyone has had to have felt the day Jesus was born. Now, most people just went about their day. People in Nazareth didn't know that Jesus was being, that the Messiah was being born in Bethlehem. People, even the people in the temples didn't know. The people in, in the, on the seas didn't know. All over the world didn't know. But this family in Bethlehem just had a child. And the thing that had been promised to the Jewish people, to, the, to all of the people, to the whole world, was happening it was happening after a long time of thinking, I don't know if this is ever going to happen. 
get to get to Malachi in your Bible and you get to the end of Malachi and you turn the page and it says New Testament. Then you turn it again and it says Matthew 1. That little thin, thin page is almost 500 years. So every time you turn from the Old Testament to the New Testament, especially from Malachi to Matthew, you say 500 years, about 480 years, really. Got about 500 years in between the Testaments where they were promised a Messiah and no Messiah. What they had was a Persian government, a Mede government. A, um, they had Alexander the Great. They had Ro- the Roman Empire. Wave after wave of powerful people. And then no Messiah. And then Mary and Joseph have a child that God says is going to be. Mar- Mary was pregnant before they even got married, which is a big deal back then. Bigger deal back then even than it is today. Joseph was going to just let it go, divorce her quietly, and an angel comes to Joseph and says, no, 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 this is the Christ. This is the Messiah. This is the Savior. And then the child is born. And there were some shepherds living out in the field nearby, keeping watch over their flocks. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. All the technology in the world can't prepare you for the glory of the Lord shining around you. All of the experiences in the world can't prepare you for that. They were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid because I bring you good news that will bring great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Okay, so three words there. Savior, Messiah, Lord. A Savior has been born to you. I think that's interesting. If we had life groups tonight, y'all would probably discuss that. A Savior has been born to you. He's the Messiah. Messiah is the Hebrew word for Christ. You hear Christ, Messiah, same thing. Jesus, the Messiah. Jesus Christ. He's the Lord. Now, in their time, in our time, Lord means God. But for them, Lord meant king. He's he's the Messiah. And for them, that's what the Messiah was. He was the king that was going to set things right. The Messiah, he's been born to you. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. Then suddenly, out of nowhere, the Bible says a great, company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel glorifying God and saying glory be to God in the highest of heavens and on earth 
peace to those on whom his favor rests. Listen, if you're a shepherd, you've been standing in this field night after night after night for who knows how long. 60 nights maybe. (laughs) More than that, like your whole life, right? You've been standing in this field watching sheep sleep. Now, that's hard to do. Because sheep sleep and get eaten a lot. Right? Yeah. We have some shepherds in the in the room. Sheep can get eaten pretty easily. Sheep sheep aren't the brightest of animals. They can get eaten like an, a wolf can eat a sheep accidentally because a sheep just wandered into his mouth. So they, you've got, you can't sleep. You've got to watch and make sure there's not wild animals. And if wild animals can hurt the sheep, they can hurt you. So you're just on watch. And if you're a shepherd at night, it means you're the lowest rung on the shepherd ladder. That's entry level work right there. They don't, the, 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 the higher paid shepherds work during the day, the, the lower paid shepherds work, and none of, none of the shepherds were thought of as um, of high class. But then God appears to them. God appears to them, and the, the, well, the angel appears to them and gives them the message from God, and then the whole Hosts come and praise God, glory to God in the highest of heavens and on earth. Peace to on those, peace to those on whom His favor rests. And then they're gone. After they had left, the the shepherds said to one another, "Let us go to Bethlehem to see this thing." That has happened. That the Lord has told us about. I think there's a sense of disbelief. Of how. The Lord told us. What? It'd be like someone coming into my office. On a Tuesday. And saying hey. um, We're going to invade a country. Like what? What? We're going to invade a country. This, This country. I don't know what country we need to invade. Fill in the country you want to invade here. We want to invade a country. Okay. What exactly do you want me to do about it? Well, we're just letting you know. Sure, you were wondering. You should go tell people. I don't know why. It just, it's like we're so used to it. We're so used to the shepherds being told. But why were they told? And I think there was probably an element to them. Like, they, let's go see this thing that has happened. This thing that the Lord has told us about. The Bible then says that they hurried off. So they hurried off. And they found Mary and Joseph. And the baby. Lying in a manger. 
And when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them. They, they, they had to tell people. You have a night like that. Okay, you have a night where all of a sudden angels are telling you about a baby and you go see the baby and then you got to go tell everyone. You can't not tell everyone else. They ran through the street saying, it's not okay to say happy holidays anymore. Entitlement will kill wonder all the time. Your entitlement to have things exactly the way you want them will not allow you to celebrate the way things are. They ran, they ran through the streets saying, a Messiah has been born. This isn't, um, and that's, this is not, that's silly. Obviously, that happy holidays, Christmas, Merry Christmas thing, that's silly. Um, but Christians have a message right now that we could be telling people that the Messiah has been born. We can be telling people that because they're ready to hear it. The Bible says that all who heard were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. Blown away. The word here is a Greek word, uh, thaumadzo. It's one of my favorites. It's uh, like this. There's no way to... It's, it's one of those um, words that in your Bible, it may say something different than amazed. It may say um, um, surprised or wondered. Like There's all sorts of words for it. And the, the question is, which version is correct? And the answer is yes. You actually kind of have to take all of the versions because we have words that it's hard to explain. You need a bunch of different words to pile in there to make it translate from one language to the next. This is one of those. You're just sort of blown away. What? Confused. Amazed. I, I think over time we've lost our amazement. At what God has done. Sometimes, sometimes our response to God needs to be, I'm, it needs to be prayer, but sometimes it needs to be like, I don't, that's crazy. We need to restore our amazement at the fact that the child was born, that God became man. That the Messiah came just as God promised. And we know him. His name is Jesus. He is our king. And we know his full story. And I don't, I don't know about you, but if the angels are going to celebrate his birth, I will too. I don't care if I got the date right. I don't know. We're, we're going to praise God for, for the amazing things he has done. There's a 
There's a Sinbad movie. Sweet transition, right? Movie um, in which Sinbad stars uh, called House Guest. Pretty funny movie. It's funny enough. But the premise is um, Sinbad is an old is posing as an old friend of this guy, but he's actually just a he's on the run, and he's trying to figure out how to be this guy he's pretending to be on the fly. And the the house guest the he the people he's a house guest of his old friend that he haven't seen in like twenty years. Say, are you still cool with talking with my? Um, with my kid's school, this given a lecture at my kid's school. He's like, yeah, sure. What's it? What's it about? And he said, well, you, 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 <laughs> that's funny. You know what it's about, obviously. And then they send him off. Well, they said, we've got your slides ready. He's okay. Well, it turns out this guy's like an oral surgeon, and the slides were just nothing but like mouth disease. So he's, he's saying, you know, it's really important in my field. Go! Oh! Oh, he's just clicking through them, just panicking at each one. Just each one was like a new mind-blowing experience. Like, oh, that's, that's gross still. And he couldn't get over it. He's just, he was the whole time, oh, goodness, through the whole slideshow. What's crazy to me is when we flip through our Bibles, and we're like, oh, yes, mm-hmm, yes. Yeah, that happened, and then that. It's nuts that a, that a, that Mary had a baby without being married or ever consecrating the marriage. Man, that was hard to say with kids in the room. <laughs> it's, it's crazy that that happened. It's crazy that the shepherds were in the field watching for wolves and angels came out of the sky. It's crazy that that child is God. It's nuts. And if we were, if we go to the world and we're like, you you know, you need to celebrate this with us without giving, without letting them see us be amazed at it. Instead, we're just jerks who point fingers and demand things. We, we, we need to reimagine. Yeah, this is crazy. I get, I get that you don't believe it because it's crazy. But it's awesome. We're like kids in front of a present that we didn't think we would get. But we got it. And every day we go in and we play with it and, we, then the, and the newness wears off. Now we want something else. But you don't need anything else. You got what you need. And it's a sign that there's a baby in a manger. Scripture says that the that Mary, you know, everyone was amazed, but Mary uh, treasured up these things or stored up or thought of them and just sort of collected them in her head and pondered them. And then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which they which just which were just as they had been told. God told us this was true, and it's true. That's crazy. That was the craziest night of their lives. Those shepherds, 
And the people they told were blown away by this news that the Messiah has been born. We need to get to the we need to get to a place where we're just we're shocked at it every time. Every time we don't lose that. We we need to be blown away by what God has done for us. We need to be amazed at what is happening. I am amazed at what God can do regularly. But when we read our Bibles, that that needs to come into our heads. Like This is just crazy. We don't need to normalize Scripture. Scripture doesn't need you to normalize it. The good news doesn't need you to normalize it. It It needs to be the spectacular thing that it is. And we need to get to the place where we can tell when people don't think it happened, we're like, yeah. I understand that it's crazy, but it's true. I understand that it's unbelievable, but I believe it. I, I understand that it's probably too amazing for you, but I'm just going to keep being amazed by it. I'm going to keep letting that happen over and over again. I think we kind of have to choose between amazed and offended. We have to choose between being blown away and being surprised by Scripture on a regular basis. The stories we've heard over and over again. Remember that story when the donkey talks? We just tell that to our kids. This happened. Color it. Erase Shrek. Don't, you can't have Shrek in that picture. But that's some, like some amazing things happen in the Bible, and this is one of them. And this, the spirit we have during this time, sorry, (laughs) I never crack up, but Rachel's laughing about something I said still, and I can't like, I'm, I can't look at her now. I like her more than I like the rest of you, apparently. <laughs> this is, it, it, is, it, it is spectacular what we do, like what we get to, what happened, and we believe it's true, and it is true. Jesus is alive. He is king. He is resurrected. It's just, it's just perfect. And I get, I get when people are like, no, that's, that's crazy. I get that. Because I'm just as amazed by it as you are. I'm just as blown away by it as you are. But I'm blown away on this side of it, on the believing side of it. I'm amazed. I'm amazed because he did it for me. And I'm amazed because he did it for you, even though you don't you don't you don't believe it. I, I'm blown away. So let this, let this month be the spirit of amazement for you. Be amazed at the, at, the, at the news. A child is born. God became man and dwells among us. I, let's never stop being blown away by that. God, 
God calls you to follow this Messiah. God calls you to follow, to, like, just like the shepherds, let's go see this thing that has happened. Come on. Come see this thing that has happened. And let it affect you and affect your life, affect your choices. Allow it to change you. Unite with this Jesus. You can be a part of this movement. If you, need, if you need prayers, if you want to connect with Jesus, if you want to be baptized into his death, burial, and resurrection, maybe this is the first time you've ever been blown away by the story of Jesus. Maybe it's normal in your life and it needs to be amazing. Whatever you need this morning, please come forward while we stand and sing.